Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's that an activity? I feel like they're kind of, once they're all lit, that's all just going to... You know, blend in really well. It's literally going to be lit. Lit like. is going to be lit. <laughs> Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Sherry Andrew, Georgina Blasky, and Polly Sayer. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, hello. I'm so happy to be back. I've really missed the podcast. I've missed you. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, right, it has been a while. Yeah. I've been in New York twice. I was going to say, it's the jet-setting lifestyle. Yeah. I know. I feel like everybody is like, I shut know. up, we get it, you went to New York. I know. Um, it's hard. It is, it's been hard. But last time I was on the podcast, I was going to New York the next day, something like that. Um, and then we ended up going back to New York with Georgie and I. Which I won't talk too much about. I won't spoil it because yeah. there's there's enough content coming around that. <laughs> um, but we had a very fun 24 hours in New York. And it turns out you can go to New York for 24 hours. How's everybody else? Sherry, we were just admiring your makeup today, which yeah. looks flawless. Stunning. Oh, thank you. You know what? That is truly the best compliment you could ever give me. Oh. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Um, it's, the doc- it's the Dr. Jar Ceramide Spray. Ceramidin? Ceramide. What's that word? Ceramide. Ceramide mm. Spray. And it's really moisturising. And it just pulls your whole look together. It gives you like a dewy... Do we finish without so how, how do you too use oily. it? Can you? I don't really use like these oh, kind of sprays. Oh, it's so easy. You just shake it. Go. That's it. Well, like <laughs> you shake it and use spray. over foundation. Well, you could do it over. You could do it under. Oh, halfway in the day at the beginning. But it's not, like yeah. I would worry about putting a spray over my makeup that wasn't a setting spray and making it dissipate. Yeah. But it doesn't. It obviously doesn't no, do that. No, no, no. I use like a um, a by Terry setting powder, so it's all kind of like oh. set a little bit, not too mm-hmm. much, and then it just it just for a bit of glow, really, and some extra moisture. I don't use setting powder, do you? My makeup just sort of slides off my face halfway through the day sometimes, mm. like I feel right now, and maybe I could do with a setting powder and a yeah. setting spray. Do you use one? Yeah. No, although I had seen myself on one of the shows looking particularly shiny once, and so um, Becky Hell suggested a by Terry, I think it's called a hyaluronic powder. Yes, that's Is that the one you've got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you OG. can hmm. go quite heavy with... it's The brush yeah. basically just like... It's like a magnet, it pick, like, what are they called? Iron filings. It, like, picks oh, yeah. up all mm. this powder, so you've got to, like, really tap it off, because okay. I did mm. once look a bit ghostly. How are you, Georgina? Yeah, I'm good. What's I'm going good. on? Wearing excellent boots today. Yeah, really Thanks. nice boots. Is this their debut? Yeah. the Zara boots. For those listening, washer, do they look like, please? Uh, it is a <laughs> ankle boot in a, it's quite a white white, I would say. I'd say it's pretty white, yeah. yeah. Um, pointy, with a high heel, I guess it's about, Nine centimetres, probably. It's quite high. Three or Just, four do we do, do, we do heels in centimetres? Yeah, I think we're doing inches. I'd go inches. Well, I think you'll find on the Euro <laughs> website, it's like 9.5 centimetres. Is that really how they measure it? Yeah. It's like when know. someone gives you their height in centimetres, I'm like... Yeah, I'm one metre, 95 Well, what? I can't do yeah. weight in kilos. That throws me. Yeah, that throws I'm me. And temperature stones. in Fahrenheit. Yeah. This is one of my most annoying things about my husband. He always gives me the temperature in Fahrenheit. And I'm like, am I American? No. Is he American? No. no. But, yeah. really annoying. but like, you roughly know. No, no you really don't. don't. have a clue. Really? Temperature, nothing. No. Measurements, yeah. Temperature, nothing. Oh, I feel no. like temperature, I'd be more like comfortable translating a temperature really? than a measurement. Oh. Yeah. 
But like, mm. we never in this country, like we are not Fahrenheit people. And when he gives me, oh, it's like 100 degrees today. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Well, you, you know, know, like, you know <laughs> what it means, don't you? It's not, it's like, oh, chilly, brr, 100 degrees. Like, <laughs> like, you get the gist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to type it Every degree counts. counts. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It does. Anyway, so that's the big look very good. Not that like comfy. Actually, they're okay. They're okay. You are I don't sat know. down right now. Mate. I am sat down right now. I did. I <laughs> did. I came to work <laughs> in trainers. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but, yeah. they're commuter boots, are they? Oh, but but that's okay. I cycle. So, oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, um, I'd be so impressed if I saw you cycling in there. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. Well, you never know. When one day it might happen. I think um, I am going out later, and I did think to myself, can I manage to walk from my house to the pub at the end of the road in these? Or would I need oh, right. to change it? Yeah. So really yeah. comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big endorsement. When sitting down. <laughs> Thing is, you don't always need to buy boots because they're comfortable. Sometimes you just need really like, uncomfortable boots that look fucking oh, amazing. Well, so and true. let's be clear, white boots, they're just not practical full no, stop. Like, I'm not buying these for a but practical But I do want them. So, like, they're not practical in the sense that obviously they can get damaged super yeah. easily but I do think they're super practical like in a fashion sense like I, I really have all, define what wanted. practical in a fashion sense me does that you mean like practical multi- in your wardrobe so you can versatile versatile yeah. versatile Okay, yes. I love that. Yes. Practical, Practical in the fashion wardrobe. sense equals yeah. versatile. Yes. I, I'm yes. buying that. Yeah. Okay, let's go with it. Mine are, I've got a very similar pair also from Zara, but mine are much lower. And actually, they're really comfortable. Yes, they're like, they're like the kids yeah. in here. People's places on whether you can walk to the pub in them or not. Yeah, do you know what? Do. I'll report back tomorrow. Yeah. Can I just say, though, I saw a girl the other day on an electric scooter in the tallest high heels I've ever seen. No way. And she just got on and sped away. And I was like, cool. Iconic wow. behaviour. Wow. So iconic. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't want to cycle, maybe... Yeah. <laughs> maybe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We, should, we should say we're not advocating that people no. do this. That's no, no, probably... No. It, it did look so dangerous, right. but I just thought, like, wow. But it yeah. looked good. Well, yeah, it looked really cool. Probably, how are you? Yeah, fine, thanks. Um, what, what can I report What can on? you talk about? Skirts <laughs> off six today. Oh my God, yeah, I'm wearing the world's <laughs> shortest skirt. Um, I just feel like they're getting shorter and shorter, but I'm... Well, I don't think they get shorter than that. No, no, you mm. really would be able to see my so. bottom if it was any shorter. <laughs> but I bought this from weekday and I thought it was a good dupe um, for my Frankie shop one because I've got it in like a beige one, beige colour. And um, I was like, oh, black would be useful. And then it arrived and... <laughs> picked it up and I was like that's a nice child skirt isn't it? <laughs> uh, put it on and I was like can I get away with this I actually spent yes you can yeah you can well thanks but like I tried to decide what I was going to wear to work today like I spent about an hour and a half last night just flitting between going no I can't ride out to work yes I can <laughs> no I can't yes I can and then in the end I was just like well, fuck it I'm going to wear it anyway um and, and I, here we are. Here we are. I'm sorry if anyone sees anything today in the office, but I think um, it was great. What was your tip for pulling off a very, very short skirt? <laughs> Jesus. Um, bravery. Yeah. Confidence. <laughs> um, no, I think <laughs> going for a jacket that's maybe a bit longer. I also wear a pair of like booty shorts underneath okay. the skirt. Oh. So it feels a bit more like secure. Mm. Like if I were to, you know, the wind were to blow it up, at least people would just see a pair of black shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's maybe that's a life hack okay. um, for me. Um, otherwise, it's just, you know, a dose of bravery and confidence has anyone got anything to recommend sherry you had a new podcast on yes. your radar so it's not that new i think it's been going for about a year but i've only just discovered it it's called um cocktails and takeaways Ooh. which isn't the best name doesn't really tell you what it is oh. but it's like a pop culture podcast which is right up my street 
and it's by this amazing influencer called Madame Joyce and she's quite big and I would say like the black entertainment world so she's always with like My Jammer and Stormzy right. and she's just really cool and she is hilarious and it's one of the only podcasts that I've listened to in the last few months where I'm actually like laughing out loud where people look at you on the train like mm. are you okay and I'm like yep just Madame Joyce's <laughs> jokes today but no she's really funny and they talk about everything like a bit of like highbrow lowbrow um but yeah she's just she's just so funny and is, really relatable is it hurt with a guest every time yeah so it's a guest every time and then also I didn't realize on Spotify if you're now watch well if you're now listening to a podcast you can also watch it yeah. 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 including the Sherlock's podcast Indeed. there is something quite mesmerizing about just watching people have a conversation isn't mm. there yeah yeah exactly mm. sure. so yeah I really recommend it if you want to something very light-hearted and also I love a long-form podcast mm. I think they're about two hours long. oh wow that's so great yeah oh wow so you get you get content you get bang for your buck yeah yeah, yeah I hate when you have like 50 minutes and you've got to find a new but you haven't downloaded one you're on the underground yeah. or something and it's uh, interesting boring. Give, yeah give me the content yeah. so yeah it's really good it's really fun okay Try that. Thanks. Georgina anything to recommend um so a while ago I read Daisy Jones and the Six and I am recommending a trailer which is a bit weird but if you were a bigger fan of the book as I was um it's Taylor Jenkins Reid who then wrote um Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo Malibu Rising, lots of books that, you know, lots of people are enjoying at the moment. Anyway, I think Reese Witherspoon snapped up the rights. It's going to be on Netflix. And I just watched this five-minute trailer. It's quite long. And it was sort of all about... Uh, so it was interviews with the cast, interviews with her, and then loads and loads of clips of them performing, rehearsing, singing. And I just got very excited. And I still don't know the release date. But I... Honestly, if you if you're into that then look up the trailer and get excited because I think it might be either by the end of this year or very early next year. Okay. And it's going about? to be a series. Oh, a series. Okay, so what's, series. what's the book about? So the book is about... Um, so I read it and thought it was all real. And then okay. I was doing it in book club and I was told actually... The whole thing's fiction. Oh, I see. <laughs> Just totally passed Aww. me by that bit. As in you thought it was an autobiography? Or you thought it was so based on it's true a events? woman who is interviewing several band members from what is kind of... So the band's called Daisy Jones and the Six, but right. you, I have found out since, and anyone else reading it probably would have grasped this straight away, but I obviously missed that bit. <laughs> um, it's basically based on Fleetwood Mac. It gets into kind of LA in the 60s, 70s, towards the end of the 70s. There's drugs, there's rock and roll, there's concerts, there's big stadium tours. There's a lot of um, friction in the band. And it just goes really deep into all of their relationships. And the book is this young woman who is interviewing each band member and she goes forwards and backwards between them all. So I thought it was real that she had actually interviewed all these people. And some of it is incredibly funny. And the way they all talk about different, they talk about the same events in completely different ways. And it just is a, such a fantastic way of highlighting how we all see things so differently even though you're all in the same room mm -hmm. experiencing the same event or the same argument or whatever it is anyway so the whole um the whole tv show is going to be looking at everyone's different points of view Ooh. but it's like the fashion the music mm. and so the so i was then googling the albums and music of daisy jones oh. and the six <laughs> going, why are they not on spotify <laughs> why so are they funny. i don't understand it's really weird and <laughs> i was kind of so like funny. talking to my husband going i don't get it and anyway Eventually, it was my daughter who delved deep down into it and, and found out. She was like, because they're not real. Aww. I was like, you are joking. <laughs> I, I Do mean, you want to read it again now? Do you feel like you need to go back knowing it's fiction? 
No, I just think I need to pay attention to the right. start of books more because, <laughs> because clearly you, I should have got it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean though? If you think something's fiction versus if you you know think mm. it's reality, you, I feel like you absorb it in a slightly different well, way. Well, what mm. made me laugh at the end was because I was thinking, God, I, I was quite surprised how candid they were being. You know, they really <laughs> were giving a lot away. Mm. Um, you know, and they could have got sued by each other for what they were saying. Like, so I felt there was a lot of information out there. Anyway, if you loved that book, and a lot of people did... Um, Watch out. Okay, it's okay. going to be good. I feel like I need to read that book. It's Sam, Sam Chalfin is the main guy, you know, who was in um, oh, Me Before, Before you. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. So he's kind of that got the whole book. 70s thing going on. Yeah. Looking very mm. cool. Polly, anything to recommend? Yeah, I watched uh, the new Florence Pugh movie called oh, The yes. Wonder at the weekend, which is Ooh. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to. Um, it's a kind of would you call it a period drama I guess so it's set in the 1860s in rural Ireland she's an English nurse and she's sent to Ireland it's just after the famine I think uh, to go and watch um, a girl who's 11 years old and she claims to not have eaten anything for four months and I guess the idea is that they think it's potentially some kind of religious miracle um, but they also wonder whether there's something else going on there with the family and she and a nun are told to sort of alternate every eight hours watching this girl um to check if it's all legit and whatever um and she Florence Pugh becomes quite sort of invested in that girl and her kind of character and Florence Pugh's going through her own kind of emotional personal turmoil anyway I I kind of don't want to talk about any more of it because I think it will give too much away Mm. but um I did just really enjoy the story and was quite gripped by it yeah I read read the book yeah Yeah. I read the book I feel like Tor recommended it years ago and it was quite harrowing yeah it's harrowing upsetting in the end yeah it is quite a twist yeah but like I don't know I feel like if you don't mind darkness in things yeah like I'm kind of (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, not a jo- it's not a jolly no, story. No, it's certainly not a jolly yeah. story, but I think, you know, not everything I want to watch is super jolly. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I kind of prefer mm. And um, Florence Pugh is just brilliant. Yeah, yeah she's I think really she's yeah. so talented. Um, so I'm kind of into watching anything that she's in. Yeah, really. it's, it's Emma all... Donoghue, isn't it? The author. Yes, she wrote I think so. um, Room, which again is pretty oh, harrowing. Yes, I've never read or watched Room. I haven't seen it. Rooms, yeah. Great book, great movie. In fact, both her books, because I watched the trailer for the wonder at the weekend and in the end I didn't watch it but um but I definitely will it looks amazing it's interesting because I I never having read the book I never would have thought of it as you know there are some books that you read and you're like okay totally a film Mm. but that's not one of them it almost felt like it could have been a play yeah it's kind of small and all takes place in one room and it's all just quite slow and it's about her uncovering from what I remember just this thing but But then it it almost feels like it is playing on that at the beginning because the opening scene is of like a film set um and you're like okay well this is weird because i know it's set in like rural ireland mm-hmm. in like the 1800s um but they're like then pans over to the kind of the set in like in ireland and i, I suppose the idea is that like I don't know, like, we want you to believe the story, we're nothing without stories kind of thing, so it plays oh, off that a bit. Yeah. But I, I do think, yeah, it was a good movie, could have been a play too. I've heard the mm. director talking about it in interviews and talking about that function that they use at the beginning mm. and how it's quite a kind of unexpected, yeah, it's jarring, like. yeah, really jarring kind of beginning for a film. Yeah. And isn't somebody says something, don't they? Or they go really close up on someone's face, some, and a, yeah. I think it is what you just said, or so, yeah, a kind she's of like, a version of something about this storytelling. This is a story about blah, 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 um, and the people who 
um, wrote this story or in this story believe this story with them like like staunchly and we invite you to kind of believe in that because totally. we are nothing without stories and that's right um, the point right because the whole you know the people there believe so strongly that it's a miracle and it yeah, must be a miracle yeah. and I guess it's the whole thing is about what we tell ourselves and what yeah. we believe to be true and it's quite yeah. meta really isn't it yeah, it's cool it is. it's like, there was a recent um, mini series with um, Jessica Chastain about a couple it was a remake um, about a couple who were married. They use the same techniques. So at the beginning, you see them entering into the set, like through the kind mm. of makeshift MDF wall, yeah. past the kind of sound guy or whoever. Yeah. And then they arrive and Weird. they start the scene. Yeah. And that's how they finish the mm. OA. Do you remember? Oh my God, yeah. The OA ends like that. They've, it's a t- I mean, if you haven't seen the OA, a, that's what I'm not a spoiler to say because I couldn't even begin to tell you what that meant at the end yeah. of the OA. But if you haven't watched it, I think it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. I think that was. Yeah. incredible but that's exactly how it ends and it's just like yeah. uh, it's Jason Isaacs in the in a he's playing yeah. Jason Isaacs all of a sudden it's yeah. really weird yeah really good. it's that whole fourth wall exactly yeah. that's the one that's what I'm thinking um, of it's like, oh it's the of like GCC media studies like what does this mean yeah. we love it yeah. Yeah. we love it <laughs> I know I know um, speaking of I've got a show to recommend. Oh, it's not yeah. a play. It's very, it's so much less highbrow than that. But I went to see, um, it's just called Tammy Faye. It's Tammy Faye the musical. It's one of the Almeida Theatre in Islington. Um, I think it might be sold out, but there is no way it's not transferring to the West End. So keep your eyes peeled. It is, um, the music is written by Elton John and the lyrics are written by Jake Shears from The Sisters. Oh, Sisters. oh cool. And they've been working on it for 10 years. Wow. Um, so it's a coincidence that Tammy Faye's story, Jessica Chastain was in film The Eyes of Tammy Faye which won an Oscar earlier well she won an Oscar for it earlier this year which I really recommend I've talked about it on the podcast before she's great in it Tammy Faye for those who don't know um, was an evangelical preacher a television what do they call it a tele tele preacher or a television angelical preacher whatever Um, she not angelical you know what I mean she (laughs) her and her husband um, a guy called Jim were the biggest the the biggest um, preachers on television they had their own network um, in the 70s uh, in America and I mean, they were so big. They had, like, amusement parks that rivaled Disneyland. Like, they were enormous. Um, But it's not a spoiler to say um, they kind of ended up accidentally laundering money anyway it, they have a terrible end to their to their story but the but the story around them is is kind of the rise and fall and um in particular she was a real advocate for gay rights which was of course you know so not kind of the way of the church um in those days so this is the musical version of her stories as i say written by some some real heavyweights it's starring andrew rannells from girls who also um played the lead in the book of mormon when it first went on broadway oh, so cool. if you've ever listened to the soundtrack mm-hmm. or you know he won tony's for that yeah. he plays um whatever the main guy is called um and so he's playing the husband and an actress who is olivier award-winning british girl is playing tammy faye and it is brilliant it's like hairspray meets the Book of Mormon. It is like the campest, funnest, most over-the-top musical. It's got heart and soul, but it's got like, you know, proper toe-tapping tunes as well. Anyway, it's super LGBT friendly and it's just like a really fun camp over-the-top musical that, as I say, with, with that team behind it can only be destined for the West End. So do, if it comes up, Book tickets because it was so much fun. That sounds oh, really, really fun. fun. Yeah. So feel good. Was it feel so good? feel good. Mm. You came away being like, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, Amazing. I highly recommend it. We're going to share 
some news, some relevant news. Everybody's come mm-hmm. armed this week. Mine's not really news. It's not <laughs> news, but I thought it would make some good chat. So it will come to me last. Polly, I'm going to come to you first. Ooh, okay. Yes. What have you brought for us to chat about so today? I brought an article from The Times, which is basically talking about David Beckham's association with the World Cup, which I'm pretty sure everyone knows about. He's taken a £150 million deal to be an ambassador um, for the World Cup. The article was written by Harriet Walker, who is uh, the Times fashion editor, and she's sort of saying, will this World Cup tarnish his his brand? Um, Because Bram Beckham, pretty airtight. And and actually, you know, he is not... (laughs) Until now. You know, he's he's not without his controversies over the years. This is not the first thing to kind of rock the boat a little Mm. bit, but he has seemed to have to have kind of got a, got past those, got away with those, pretty scot free, including that whole foray with the um, the leaked emails mm. a couple of years ago to do with Ooh, his knighthood, yes. and that was almost like fuck, that could be a, a real mm. issue. But mm-hmm. you know what? He's kind of got past that. You know, getting in the queue is really. Yeah, I think it did wonders for his image, but then people are sort of <laughs> so saying... So he thought... So he thought... Because he knew. Yeah. He knew this was coming. Yeah, so you're so right. Well, well, right. I think yeah, that's, maybe. you know, what people are saying is that was that just a bit of a tee-up to give him some good... Mm. Some yeah, brownie yeah. points ahead of knowing that he's going to get some shit because of the World Cup. Anyway, there's just like some back and forth about whether... You know, A, can we separate his association with that? Or, you know, actually, is that going to... irreparably Mm. um, damaged his reputation Mm. Um, I don't know what you guys think Sherry oh gosh Um, yeah I think the reputation in my opinion is in tatters Mm. I just think that's that is so much money for Mm. one person or one family to have to not only go there but also be an ambassador so you're essentially championing that's the word you're championing everything that that represents Mm. I don't know if everyone saw what Joe Lycett did Mm. so he um Set. He actually made a very interesting point. He was like, David Beckham, you have been a gay icon for many years. Mm. You, your fashion, you married a Spice Girl. Mm. Like, you had all this, like, camp, campness mm. about you. And the LGBT community thought you were very iconic with VB. Mm. And this was, like, a massive step back. And he actually said, if you don't go back on this, I will shred, I think it was £10,000, mm. which he actually did. But I don't really burn. get this. Like, it, I don't really, I, I understand that he's making a statement, but I'm mm. not sure why shredding £10,000 of one's own cash. It's and fake. was it fake? Yeah, it turns out it's oh, fake. It he has fake. donated okay. that money. Um, Right. to LGBT which oh, I'm yeah. glad he's done because yeah. I think people would have been like in a fucking cost of living yeah, crisis yeah. And what's the point mm. I still don't really see the yeah. no um, but I think yeah it, the, the his spokespeople he mm. himself mm. have just not made any comments yeah. um, in we, response so. we should make it clear that obviously for those who don't know the controversy is because the World Cup is being held in Qatar who don't allow homosexuality in any mm. no, it's illegal to be homosexual there and that is the you know aside from many other human rights issues, that is kind of where the Joe Lysett conversation has come mm. in and um, why people are kind of, well, for several reasons, but one of the key reasons why people are unimpressed by mm. the involvement of some celebrities. I mean, I think, Sherry, even if that wasn't the case, right? Even mm. if it was in like, I don't know, somewhere entirely uncontroversial, yeah. accepting £150 million if you're already worth quite a lot of money mm. feels like quite a distasteful thing to do right now. I guess that it would Agreed. never have come to, to light, right? Like, we would probably have never found out how much money he has earned from being part of the mm. World Cup if it was held in France, True. for example. But, but it's because it's been it's being held somewhere mm. that's notoriously quite controversial in terms of human rights generally um, that that figure is now released because people, I guess, want to be angry about it. And rightly so. Like, I think it's, you know, a misguided choice, possibly. I think 
we were talking about it the other day. It's either that like he didn't know the background and like the, the rights of gay people in Qatar, in which case that's a massive oversight, or he did know and his team did know, but they decided to accept the money anyway, um, mm. which then feels a bit like, oh, it's kind of crappy the way. Mm. Um, well, it's, the, it's the, FIFA, the FIFA argument was, was that it was, I think it was 10 years ago, that, or maybe even 15 years ago, that this World Cup was awarded yeah, yeah. to Qatar. So mm. I think that the hope was that they might have sorted out mm. some of those human rights issues before began mm. which maybe was I mean presumably the Pete Summary like Beckham has been attached to it for a very long time so perhaps yeah, it was also maybe. just kind of naive hope. and I was trying to do some sort of reading about it before this to get a slightly more balanced view because I think it is very easy to just get like well I'm very angry about this because I've been told to be very angry um and so like I guess in their culture if you're gay and you show a public display of affection then you can be arrested but mm. that can also happen if you're a straight person so public displays of affection are not okay regardless mm. of your gender and sexual preference there um and apparently the leader of, of Qatar and the officials have all said like you know we don't care what you're you know if you want to book a room as a, a homosexual couple do what you want in private we don't want to know about it you can still do that however people are also reporting saying that some gay couples are being turned away from booking mm. hotel rooms in Qatar mm. during the World Cup. So I think it's really complex because, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, we should respect that mm. their culture is incredibly different to ours and they're a Muslim country. Mm-hmm. But then if it's meaning that, you know, gay people who want to go and enjoy mm. the World Cup are, are physically being turned away mm. from being able to do that, even if they're doing it in a respectful way, then mm. that's where the problem lies. Well, it's also about mm. the rights of people in the country. So yeah. you, can, you can, you know, great that it's an even playing field in terms of public displays of affection, but my understanding is that if you were caught even having a homosexual relationship in private, it would be illegal there. And that's the that's yeah. the question yeah, and that is mark. The... Um, and, and I totally with you. I think it's so interesting, that idea about respecting a culture. And I, and I get that. Mm. I do get that, but I suppose there are some things that just feel kind of black and white, mm. aren't there? Georgina, what do you think about it? Well, I just think it highlights the completely ridiculous situation we're in where there is a World Cup in Qatar at all. Hmm. I think you're right, yeah. I mean, it it's just another, it, to me, it just feels like one of many. Words. It's symptomatic of the whole thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, it, just, it just shouldn't even be, the, the mm. fact we're even here, it's all about money. The only reason... It's in the world that the World mm-hmm. Cup is in Qatar is obviously a hell of a lot of backhanders, mm. and here's another one. Yeah, so I, well, I'm there's... not surprised. I'm sure there's loads more to come out and will come out. I think yeah. there'll be some people who've been treated really horribly while they're there that mm. will all be. Well, yeah, yeah apparently, will and there, 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 um, on the radio, I was listening to Chris Evans, and he was saying yesterday that they've released more guidelines because they're apparently almost doing them daily. Mm. And the the guideline that had been released on Monday morning was body tattoos do not constitute clothing. I'm not sure anyone thought they did. Well, exactly. <laughs> but it's kind of this weird take <laughs> mm. on... So whilst we, we all might go, well, it's really weird, their culture and what their ideas are. It's obviously mirrored right back at us where they're thinking, oh, well, if they've got like a sleeve... Mm. They then think, mm. you know, a tattoo sleeve mm. or some body tattoo, or, that that therefore constitutes that they're covered. Yeah. Mm. And that they think we would think they that, which I don't think that. anyone mm. in our country mm. would think, totally. I've yeah. got a tattoo on my chest, therefore I don't need to wear a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, well, really? There are some football hooligans out there who wouldn't be... But that's in the moment of whipping your top off in a frenzy. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, expression of joy, a goal or whatever. Mm. That isn't... You know, totally. so it, it it's just I just find the whole thing extraordinary yeah, anyway. It is, yeah. It's sad that we're having to talk about these things. Mm, yeah, twenty two. It's just like, although I guess it does highlight that not everywhere is as liberal no. and accepting as the UK. Makes yeah. you feel grateful. It's it, really grateful, mm. and for me, who is not someone in the um, queer community, it makes me feel like. I have to check my privilege that mm. I'm so lucky that I can go abroad and not have to think about things mm. like that. That makes me really sad. Yeah, yeah. really sad. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. I do think, you know, a lot of people will... We put something on Instagram yesterday about... Um, you know, a, a similar kind of conversation and there were a lot of comments also saying that, you know, it, it's very hypocritical to... Um, criticise Qatar when there are so many things that Western countries do wrong and you know we should we should clarify that this isn't it's not an isolated that you can't it's not that you know anybody's criticising Qatar and not criticising anybody else and you know it doesn't mean that everywhere else is perfect but this just feels mm. like a kind of particular slap in the face with so many marginalised communities yeah. which yeah. I guess is um, yeah. yeah is a bit of a shame Sherry what have you brought to chat about so mine's a bit more lighthearted again. Um, so this is we're about... just going up, and up in the lighthearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah just no just about to me. Um, the much mocked belief that the stars control our destiny has found a credulous new audience. So it's about um, star signs. This is in the Times. This is in the Times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so star signs and how people are taking them just way more seriously, particularly in relationships and compatibility. <laughs> whether you're Aquarius, Gemini, whatever, is really important for a lot of people. Does it say why people are now taking this more seriously? Like, where's this come from? Basically, it's the industry. So there's there's apps, there's, you know, you can read it online, it's more accessible, whereas before it was seen as a little bit woo-woo, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I think now it's just a bit more mainstream and mm. a little bit cooler, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, it is, a yeah, fair It's like crystals and like, not just yeah, people are, together. I think but, people are way more accepting mm. of just, like, things that were previously seen as woo-woo, like, mm. you know, saging your house and, like... Um, crystals by crystals. Bed. Yeah. Yeah. like I've got a friend who literally carries a crystal everywhere with her oh, wow. because she thinks it's like I don't know good juju or something like that and Why I'm not? just like I mean geez, if it does yeah. if, whatever sure. um, nothing wrong with the placebo effects yeah and like things yeah. like CBD obviously getting so popular I, I guess you can put CBD it's like a scientific link. no but okay well whatever um, <laughs> it's like, about alternatives opinion, I think yeah. it's a bit lifestyle. questionable yeah. Um, yeah. personally I, I don't certainly don't buy into it too much mm. um, but people are generally a bit more willing to experiment with these things yes, and leave them yeah and I also think in these troubling times, people want a little bit of escapism yeah. and something that you, you'd, well, you can't it's really comforting. prove it. It's comforting. Yeah, comforting. But is it not like a new religion? I mean, yeah, just that's it. It's like how yeah. people turn to religion, isn't it? Yeah. We don't Spirituality. It depends mm. how far on the scale you are. You know, I just dabble when it suits me, really. Yeah. When, yeah. when my star sign yeah. is good, Weekly otherwise astrology. I don't it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So what star sign are you? So I'm Aquarius. What are you? Taurus. 
Pisces. Same you? babe. Pisces. Ooh, Pisces babes. Ooh. That's so Pisces of you. Um, you know when people say things like that, when I'm they're like, like, oh, I'm such a Gemini. Yeah. I have no idea no, what that means. No, I don't I, See, you, you mm. saying your star signs, I couldn't tell you what month they were. No, no. And I couldn't tell you what no. the sort of defining oh, okay. characteristics are. So you're something mm. watery. Yes, yeah. as is Aquarius. Water sign. Yes, obviously. Water signs. Water signs. quite good. And that means you're what in April? Uh, March, um, April. <laughs> February. January to February. Yeah. Yes, Aquarius month before Pisces. Yeah. And then it's Aries. Aries baby. Sorry, what are you? Yes. Sagittarius. Aquarius. Oh, Aquarius. <laughs> and sorry, what are um, you? Taurus. 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 Taurus is what? October. May. May. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. No, Earthy. Okay. Earth sign. Yeah, Taurus is a good okay. one. We're very compatible on friendships. Oh, so, okay. so do tell. Right, so I would like to know okay. who I'm compatible with. Anyway, I have a compatibility for relationships. Um, so I did uh, me and my boyfriend. So what's he? He is a Gemini, which, in my opinion, if you're uh, a female Gemini, that could be quite controversial. Oh, really? And a so little like bit annoying. Vibes, right? Kind of, and like uh, main character, big main character energy. Oh, okay. okay. Whereas male. Um, Gemini's tend to be just all round good eggs in oh, my, that's in my experience, so that's good. In my I didn't know that it was nuanced depending on your gender I'm only no. making this up okay sure we'll again we'll I just do it, just do it me. <laughs> sure okay we'll take that um, anyway our compatibility is 85% oh, wow. which I thought is quite good according to the stars that Thank is you. quite good yeah yes. that means you okay. could you can stick with them you don't have to dump him exactly mm-hmm. you're safe now Lamit. I feel like sometimes people use their star sign as an excuse for why 100%. they're behaving like a dick True. I so agree. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just Scorpio. Sorry. Like, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just so direct. I just have to say what I'm feeling, mm. and it's like that's you're just that's being rude. rude. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. So, <laughs> um, shall I check? I'd love that's... to know how compatible they are. Well, okay. so Ben is on the cusp. Oh, is he's he? the fifteenth of Feb, so I think that makes him by some interpretations I mean, Aquarius. Pisces. Let's find out both, and then we can. No, it's around the twenties. I thought it was later in the month, not mid-month, that they changed. Let's Google it. I'm pretty sure that's Aquarius. It's on the 11th, and I'm not on the cusp. I thought it was like the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Pisces. No, because you're born the star sign you're born in. No, but yeah. a few years ago so they, they shifted the dates a bit, yes. didn't they? Yeah, so then yeah. yeah. so yeah. people 13. became different star signs. Oh, yeah, they did. true, because yeah. there was a 13th. They add, um, I was going to say they added something. Yeah, yeah they added oh a... Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Star sign. Yeah, but it was it, it was a star, maybe or a moon. Oh, maybe it was something changed in the astrological world. Astrological. Right. That changed the star signs. But I, I like to go by the originals because I believe. Okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so Ben is Aquarius. Okay, Aquarius, and you shall are Pisces. Are Pisces. So I feel like that's quite incompatible. Um, water. See. Oh no, I was looking at the wrong one. I was going to say eighty-eight. No, you're forty-five percent. <gasps> that's not great. It's not great. That's not great. It's not the, it's not the lowest. Good. It's not the lowest, but it's oh, no. quite far down your sheet. <laughs> actually, no, no. <laughs> What's the lowest? The lowest for you would be a Cancer. Okay, what month is Cancer? July. Um, yes, July. Yeah. July. So when you're looking to trade Ben in for a new for model. my next husband, yeah, yeah. 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 avoid no the Cancers. Cancers. Okay. Um, can I do me and Matt? Mm-hmm. Yes, so Pisces and Gemini, please. Pisces and Gemini, fifty-three percent. That's, That's not great, great is it? I mean, better than Mars. Oh, sorry. I have little. Um, actually, they're not color coded. This is in black and white. But we'll go with your natural partners and <laughs> highly volatile. Uh, this is where I do think I call bullshit because we've yeah. we just never argue. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, no. Wait, what, what was mine? <laughs> Yours is great sexual chemistry. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Keeps the magic alive. Georgina. So Gemini and Taurus. Oh no, thirty-three percent. Georgina, I think it's time to break up. <laughs> That's it. Sorry, Who babe, should it's Georgina over. be with? What's, what's her? Although, what I find so you should be. Mm. 
You should be with a Capricorn. That's 98%. Oh, what month's that? January. January. But Capricorn men are the worst. They actually are. Evil. <laughs> evil. Evil, yes. evil men. Evil. Okay. Okay. It's Dawson, they're evil. I'll stick with my all-round yeah. good egg Gemini, <laughs> even if we're incompatible. <laughs> I feel if he's an all-round good egg, he's going to make it work, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what do I know? What is the 33%? What's the, what's the like, you know? The yeah, what's my blob? Yeah, oh, a little true. blob of grey. True. As I say, it's some black and white, so I'm guessing. You're guessing. Harmonious. I think it's more accurate to get your birth chart read, which I actually have done. Mm, I have oh, too. Um, really? And that was really accurate. Wait, what do you get? What do they tell you? It's like loads of um, circles mm. and lines and points and stuff yeah. Isn't it? yeah yeah it's quite confusing but it's like the actual specific day time place you were born what moons were around mm. what stars were alive all that what do you get from that stuff. though is um, it like a fortune telling thing no personality things like they can confirm that you are yeah xyz but if you know you're grumpy or you're late <laughs> or you're um yeah but it's cool to know difficult that, yeah, like that, you know that right i mean but isn't it cool yeah. to know that it's been dictated by mm. this moon the but day like before. imagine saying that to like your grandparents like hi granny i actually got my my like birth chart read and like and this is really, like they'd probably be like what the fuck because you're rude <laughs> not because of your moon but these practices are <laughs> old as time are they yeah of course doesn't they mean are. they're true no, this it doesn't mean true. the truth, but I don't think they're like modern day, new age. No, yeah. no. no I, I mean, it's it's just interesting. Yeah, and if nothing else, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. No, it's fun. Sorry, we've had a laugh. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. All Each day to their own. Really. Cherry so do you, and do, do you actually read your horoscopes? Do you read them every week? Um. You know what? Interestingly, I always did when I was single, but now I'm in a relationship. I'm like, I don't Is care. he coming? Is yeah. he coming yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, I actually don't. So that's what I was using it for, clearly. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. Thinking. No. No, you definitely don't. No. <laughs> so we'll give you that impression. <laughs> well, I can tell you that we run horoscopes once a month on Sherlock's and it is one of our most consistently high-performing really? pieces of content. So, People love it. it. Lots of, very, very popular. Okay, so mine comes from The Guardian. They wrote... A list. I'll read you the title. It says, Need a lift? Here's 53 easy ways to add cheer to your life as winter looms. And it says, It's cold and dark out there and it doesn't feel much better in here either. But help is at hand. From baking rude biscuits to walking backwards, try one of these quick, cheap and moderately silly ways to beat the gloom. So they're not this. claiming that it's these are going to you know solve the energy crisis, but they are claiming that these are kind of quick fixes yeah. to make yourself feel a bit more jolly. So I thought I'd run through some of them and do a poll of, as to who actually finds these jolly inducing or not Um, so number one is start Christmas early and they say do it now put the tree up snack exclusively on quality streets and only watch bad films about big (gasps) we didn't talk about the film you've really ticked that box haven't you you've actually done all of those things watch watch a bad Christmas film yeah you did that your tree's up my tree's up but I haven't watched a bad Christmas film your tree's up my tree's undecorated but it's going to be decorated yeah put it up for the weekend do you always go early no this is the earliest we've ever been we do it's been getting like week by week earlier every year I don't know I just it really brings me so much cheer yeah um to like see my lovely twinkly christmas tree in my living room well, and i just thought yeah that's just what it says case in point so please talk about that awful film that you watched um oh wait i thought you watched it no oh. i haven't seen oh, it oh i watched it falling. You watched, i knew you watched it falling for christmas that's so this is the new Lindsay lohan film <laughs> on netflix it's her new christmas movie somebody was saying to me this morning that um somewhere like quite like reputable like the cut or like somewhere that isn't you know like doesn't like talk total rubbish said um that it was better than average which i would contest i would say if if like an average christmas film is maybe like 
do you know what's an average Christmas film? Like the Princess Switch. Average. Oh yeah, same. I'd say this was, yeah. yeah. Although I would say this was like significantly worse. Yeah, I agree. On actually. many levels. Yeah. Out of five, what would you give? No, it? A, no, a hard zero. I was zero. Oh, it was one. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh god. No, okay. it was really bad. Yeah. Although you know what, Lindsay Lohan, I was just glad to see her. Yeah, back. true. And That's I kind of why I watched it. And I did about you, but I fi- did you finish it? No. No. Right. Well, I well, did. We'll be finishing it this weekend because okay. I promised my friend that we watch it together. Okay, fine. So I watched half, and then I went back and watched the other half, and I think it's out of loyalty to Lindsay. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to just. Her, do it, it for her yeah mm-hmm. anyway it's not it's not great oh shame it's, it's not, not great. great but it's, it's again it is fun <laughs> it was fun and festive it fun. was um and i didn't have any quality streets but i did have a mince pie oh okay, it was nice. so great not cheap um okay the, uh, it also says have a fondue I've got a fondue machine. It's fantastic. Do you? Yeah. God, you're all over oh, this list. Yeah. yeah. I'm really coming to my own around winter. Did you like this list? Sounds like I did. Um, go electric. Uh, discover the life-changing power of an electric blanket. I, electric blankets creep me out a bit. Oh, I had one at uni. Did really you? Like them. Nice? Yeah, mm. very nice. Again, winning on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you what, I, I, tell you what I would like? I was saying to Lou the other day that I would really like a hot water bottle for my feet and I wondered if it was one and I googled it and it is a thing. Oh. It's like It's like, imagine kind of a hot water bottle base and then it kind of goes up <gasps> and over Claire. so it's like a it's like a cushion that's a hot water bottle with space for your feet to slot oh into oh my god I have been thinking that's that crazy. sometimes my toes are the only thing that are really cold Ditto, but I, yeah. I like rest my hot water bottle on my feet exactly and it's really hard to balance it really on your feet. hard or you can get a dog and you can just get your dog to lie <laughs> I when, I, when, when, I try, when I put my feet under my dog he moves yeah he doesn't, like, Ugh, get off. he doesn't like to sleep on my feet he's like up in my face here also oh, your dog's quite small would he fit, would he cover your feet <laughs> How big are her feet? <laughs> what do you got these enormous feet of yours? I just, I don't know. just <laughs> definitely bigger than that. Um, Frighten yourself senseless is number four, and it says according to a 2020 study, fans of horror movies appear to have lower psychological distress and increased levels of psychological resilience. I don't like horror films. Oh no, I hate no. horror films. My favorite horror film is Scary Movie, which is a horror really comedy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few jumps. Yeah. And number five, turn to jelly. Make like Mrs. Beaton, enjoy the simple pleasure of a perfect jelly. See, my dad loves jelly. We've got loads of jelly molds at home. And he always, if, if he's got like the boys over for bridge, lads, then he will do, <laughs> he will spend the whole day and he'll do, he'll get like, he's got like a, um, it looks like a spaceship, but he'll do, oh, this is so sweet, he'll do layers, different coloured layers. So he'll do like layer one in red and then he'll let it set and then he'll do Stop. another layer. Shit, I've never realised my dad's like a jelly mould. So oh my god, that's yeah. I don't love jelly, I have to say. No, I don't. Yeah. I, like, I love jelly. Do you but totally. I know I'm in the minority. And I don't I would make like I wouldn't make a fancy that's very mm. impressive. Wow. Yeah, it is actually. Did you send us mm. get him to send a picture of it? Yeah, I mean it happens like once every two years, but I won't necessarily no, right. okay. I quite fancy I love the aesthetic of a jelly mould, particularly mm. those kind of, you know, those brass old fashioned ones. And I'd actually quite uh, like yeah. one, I think, yeah. just to have in my kitchen. That's nice. fun. Mm. Jelly? Well, when I was little, I actually remember buying that kind of round cheese packet, mm. and you yeah. were meant Georgie to melt loves it with hot water. water. No, I would just rip oh. it off like a sweet and, and eat it. it. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Does that. No, it was way really nicer sweet. like that, wasn't it? Well, like, the flavour was so intense yeah. because it was meant to be diluted. Yeah, like as a kid, you're like, that's gross. Ah, yeah. I was like, oh, yummy. Have you ever eaten a sweetener? No. You do that once oh, in your no. life. Oh no! Oh no! Is it not good? I remember doing it when I was about nine. Ooh, oh my no. god! Yes, yeah, Um Okay, the numbers at six was grow a beard. So we'll uh, skip past that. <laughs> <laughs> Walk with an audiobook. I like doing that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Draw freely like a child. I'm probably not going to do that. Mm, no. No. Can I tell you what I did this weekend? Go on. That's that is related to arts and crafts. I basically wanted 
I'm throwing, I have a dinner party at mine on Friday night and I wanted, Zara was selling like super, super skinny candles, like really, you know, like really thin, really yeah. sweet ones. And they do a pack of 20, so I bought them. But obviously like no one, I don't have, you know, like a, candle holders for like I mean they're so they're like this you can't yeah. if, if, if you're listening to this you can't tell but like they're so skinny so I bought clay and I made oh, I'm going to show you my picture oh and wow. I made candle holders for 20 candles clever um, I mean when I say made like super small like I just rolled them into balls like made them into little squares and put the candles in them oh, wait, and then how- I just let them dry it's air dry clay Oh, awesome. it's air dry. It's air dry. did you paint it or leave it I left it a, because my kitchen like a terracotta exactly nice God, Charles, that's cool. Oh, I know. Look, like oh, that. Wow. wow, she's a crafty girl. Cool. Isn't that cool? I'm so pleased with myself. Yeah. 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 What fun activity? I feel like they're kind of once they're all lit, that's all just going to you know blend in really yeah. easily. It's literally going to be lit. Lit like. is going to be lit. <laughs> gonna um, be and it took like ten minutes because it's not Easy. that hard to roll clay into balls. Oh. Amazing. Oh, I like so that. have I you lit them yet, or is this coming up? I'll take a photo when it's lit. Okay. Number ten was help a friend move. Hell no. That's a hard no for no, me. No, Why would that you do that? That brings but misery. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 12 was walk backwards. <laughs> that's done. Who is this? Let's scraping the barrel now. <laughs> well, Turn around and start walking Wait, wait, backwards. wait. Hang on. Because I went for a really gorgeous dog walk in Bassey Park on Sunday morning. The sun was out. It was a beautiful morning. And everyone was jogging, cycling, all the rest of it. And as I was walking along, there was a man walking towards me backwards. Mm. Maybe you read that article. And I was, and I, <laughs> and I, looked, at, I looked at my husband and went, what the fuck is he doing? That's that's just really weird. Like, I so know weird. why you do that. It's like doing eye yoga. It's all these things that are meant yes. to stimulate stuff to make your brain work harder and exactly. whatever. Exactly, that's what it says. Mm. But I reckon that they clearly had just read this feature. They must have done. Because it says, begin with 10 steps and build up the distance as you take your brain out of its comfort zone and keep it guessing. He looked like a newcomer Sounds to dangerous. the activity, let me say. Did he look like a Guardian reader? Yeah. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> wasn't. He wasn't a frequent Okay, walker. walker. Um, walk back. Walk back. Um, that, number like sixteen that. is drawing a banana, and this is this is particularly um, entertaining for me because I, when I was eighteen, was dating this boy who once texted me saying, "Have you ever written on a banana?" And it became this like quite long-standing private joke with my friends because it was such a strange. He was quite strange. It was such a strange <laughs> thing to say, um, but wow. it is it is enormously satisfying. Have you done it? Oh, I Why see. Yes, yes. Have yes. you done it? Yeah, I have. I have, have you? Yeah. You haven't done it. No. You, if you know, you know. It feels really oh, good. It feels awesome. really good. Yeah. Have you done it? No. Like, what kind of pen are we talking? Biro. Mm. It basically glides. It's, it's really smooth. It's really hard to explain. Okay. Yeah. We can do it later. Um, Again, scraping the barrel, I think, here at the end of this article. Yeah, well, probably that's not even the end. That's number 16 of 53. Oh, geez, wow. um, so, what else is Little on wins. this? Um, it's yeah. not the same as putting up a Christmas tree, right? No, no it's no, not. It's it's not. not. Uh, learn a magic tree. trick. Oh yeah, I'd be up for that. We had a magician at our wedding. That was great. That's cool. But doing it yourself? Uh, No, I was not the magician. Um, Funnily enough. (laughs) I I did not. We had a magician at my wedding and it was me. (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty more things like scream. I could be down for that. Oh, I think that's quite a good one. Okay, number 48 is my favourite. Order a double takeaway. For too long we've lived under the tyranny of decision making. Just once and just for the hell of it, abandon it. Order or cook. Two different cuisines on one night and avoid all conflict. I love how they're saying this, like, this is novel. I definitely, you needed this all the time. Uh, fuse your own foods and taste the chow mein pizza flavoured freedom. Oh, One for Lou Hubbard if she's listening. She's never ordered a takeaway. Maybe she could go in with two. Yeah, but Wait, she does oh. sort of, she sort of lies about it. Because I know that she's never actively ordered a takeaway herself. But she's passive. She's enlisted, she's enlisted other people to order mm, deliveries yeah, for her. Lying. Imagine not having a delivery account. Oh, wow. I think she's got one. Wild. 
If you are looking for a list of things um, that could potentially cheer you up in these dark, gloomy times, then mm. The Guardian uh, has it. Let's instead <laughs> answer oh, some fuck. questions. Someone has asked, um, I have a big birthday coming up and I would like something really special. I'm thinking diamond jewellery. Oh, nice. What would you go for if the choice was yours? I mean, I love this question. Georgina, if you had a big birthday coming up and you were after some frosting, what would you go for? Um, I would I would go for something I could wear every day, actually, because I think there's no point having, you know, rocks that sit in a cupboard or a box somewhere. I think you just want to want to wear it. Mm-hmm. So I'd go for something wearable. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably that would then be like some little diamond necklace or a ring. Nice. Pulling? Mm, nice. Yeah, I think I would maybe like a tennis bracelet, mm. um, if that's quite classic, or some like little huggy hoops for all my piercings, some like really nice quality little diamond ones would be mm. chef's kiss. That's what I would go for, mm. an earring, um, yeah, something small, but yeah, you want to wear it every day and show it off. I do, think, I, I do think that diamond wearing day to day, like a bit like, I mean, like so many things has become more and more acceptable. Though like, obviously not if you're walking around with like a Victoria Beckham size engagement ring. But for those, you know, most of us who aren't, mm. I feel like you can just wear your diamond jewellery every, you know, it's so much, it, it's, it's as much of an investment as ever but you can get so much more wear out of it than you used to because jewellery layering is so much. Like, mm. probably you were talking about your ear stack. Like, how would you layer and wear, you know, if you had a tennis bracelet? Mm. Well, I feel You'd like, wear it every day, wouldn't you? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that whole, like, stacked up layered look that's a real mix and match of, like, metal colours, you know, introducing some diamonds, maybe some gemstones, that whole, like, mishmash look. It doesn't need to be, like, super polished mm. and really, mm. like, matchy-matchy. I think sometimes more is more and... It's okay to mix things up. Yeah, it's so mm-hmm. true. Georgina, I'm checking out your your frosting. I don't know why I keep saying that. What a great word. Um, <laughs> as we speak, you uh, you've got quite a, you've got a diamond encrusted engagement band. Would you ever would you add to to your ring roster? Quite fancy a sparkle on this finger, personally. Mm-hmm. Which one? Mm-hmm. This Indeed. one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> this one. My index on my other hand. I wouldn't mind something for my little finger. Pinky, interesting. Pinky. Pinky. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, maybe some kind of little diamondy signety thing. Nice. nice. Mm. But um, yeah, I'd probably go for a bracelet first, actually, if mm. I'm honest. Interesting. If you are in the market for some diamond jewellery, then we have been working with De Beers, who, I mean, since they've been going since 1888. I mean, when we talk wow. about heritage wow. brands and luxury wow. brands, I mean, they really have the kind of, the legacy to, to back mm. up, um, to back up the goods, don't they? Um, and they have a new collection called the Lotus Collection, which you will have seen on Sherlock's. Lupita Nyong'o is the face of the collection. It is so beautiful. It is a collection inspired, well, by Lotus, which is why it's called the Lotus Collection. Um, and it's beautiful floral jewellery. They've got white, they've got yellow, they've got rose gold, and there is something for everybody. So whether you are looking for a necklace, for earrings, whatever it might be, it's really beautiful. So if you're looking for a feminine, pretty, kind of contemporary way to wear diamonds um, that does work really well with everything else that you're wearing, then it is such a gorgeous collection. So worth checking out. It's also been worn by, I have a list here, Adele, Lily James, Kate Winslet, and Lupita Nyong'o, as I said, who is obviously in the new Black Panther film, has been out about wearing hers. So you're in very good company if you like the collection. So yes, do yeah. go and check it out. And as I say, do go and look at, I mean, everything De Beers do because if you're investing in diamonds, it doesn't get much better than mm. De Beers. Someone has said, 
It's probably someone's their favourite place to buy mini skirts and mini dresses. Fire. <laughs> where's, where's the best mini skirt that you've seen? Uh, mini skirts. There is a really nice leather one at Another Stories right now that I've got my eye on. Frankie Shop. Uh, Weekday, I've got some really good, very affordable ones. Um, mini dresses, I love. Actually, Weekday, again, just bought a little black mini dress. And Realisation Park. Great. Lovely. Um, somebody has said, good everyday bra. Georgina, where do you get bras from? Oh, I'm a weird size, so not. don't ask me. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I can't go now. to the high street. Oh. Oh. No. Why, can I ask? What size are you? Yeah, so, well, mean? I'm a 28 back, which is impossible. I'm unheard of. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and then um, an F. 28F. But it's very difficult to <laughs> buy a bra. Yeah, that must be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so, so where's online. Uh, well, actually, Panache do a range called Masquerade. Okay. And so if you are my size, get online and look for yeah. something and from there. Are, sorry, I know, you, I know you think it's niche, but you know, there are plenty yeah, of people yeah. who yes. struggle to find, yes. so it's super helpful. Yeah, so yeah, Panache, true. okay, good to know. Anywhere true. else? Bravissima is also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Freya is one of the more available. Um, in You can find that in a few high street department stores and places like that. Mm-hmm. Cherry, yeah. where's your bras? Um, always M&S. I love the minimizer range. If you've got a fuller bust and you just want it to look a little bit less full. Somebody has said shampoo and conditioner recommendations. What shampoo and conditioner do you use? Oh my gosh, Davines. I think that's how you say it. Or Davines. I want to say Davines. Davines. Maybe. So good. Really sh- it makes your hair look really shiny. It's all um, very eco-friendly and sustainable. Good nice. for the turtles, I'm, I hear, specifically. <laughs> um, nice. And yeah, it's also paraben-free, sulfate-free. It's a really good natural okay. range. Great. Nice. Polly? Um, I am a big Olaplex lover, um, and I also really like JS House um, shampoo and conditioner. It's quite a new Ooh, thing for them, them, but it's all about kind of like scalp health because if your scalp's healthy, therefore your ha- hair is healthy by um, inference. Um, but yes, um, I really like that. And it smells good too. Good. Um, final question: Heading to London for a festive day out with a girlfriend. Lunch recommendations. So, funnily enough, I posted a question on the Sheerlux community board because I have got a couple of girls festive lunches coming up and I always go to the same place which is the Ivy Chelsea Garden because they do I mean outside it's gorgeous mm-hmm. the garden's gorgeous you sit in the garden in winter blankets candles all it's all lovely yeah. but I have done that quite a few years now and yeah. I do want to go somewhere else so um, I need to check back in to see what people have recommended but you then sent me one yeah. when we found it we'll add it to the Sherlock community Yes, well, I'll Thank you, Georgina. And that segues me on so nicely to just quickly give a shout out to Sheila's community, which is our new messaging board system. You basically only need a Sheerlux login. You can go and create a login. And it's basically access to, well, all of our editors, really. And also what the Sheerlux community are recommending about anything and everything. So if you've got a burning question, whether it's where to find a new cleaner in South of London or where to book for a girl's lunch or new podcast recommendations or where to find a short skirt. I mean, it, it, that is the space to ask all the questions. You can get recommendations from like-minded Sherlock's readers and as we say, from our team. So do check it out. It's got a really fast growing active community already. Um, so yeah, another place to go if you've got burning questions that you would like answered, which is great. Um, all right, I think we'll leave it there. I really enjoyed that, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, If you have any feedback, then do please email podcast at sherlux.com. We loved hearing from you. Don't forget also to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.